Content warning for spiders and drowning. Check the description for details and timestamps. Of the paths to power available to humanity, it is Sparkcraft that may be most treacherous. Sparkrites of the Imperium have tamed the beast called Electricity, trapped it in wire, and entrusted it to citizens across the Isles. And why not? No offering need be made, no contract struck, and with basic instruction, even a child can bring a spark to life. Through an understanding of the life that courses from wire to bulb, we can even understand the life that persists after death. But the greatest danger to humankind is often wrought by human hands. And when scoundrels become sparkrites, their devices may only lead to ruin. Ghosts on a Train. This is a podcast where we play Ghost Lines, an RPG by John Harper. I'm your conductor, Greg, and I run the game here in the second part of this ghost job. I'm Hannah. I play Andrew Anderson, a young engineer, apparently. <laughs> I'm Guy. I play Pip, who played himself, honestly. <laughs> I'm Stefan. I play Drix. And Drix is here to say, maybe we should think twice before murdering (laughs) nine-year-olds. And we also have our special guest, B-Jack from Jack of All Trades, (laughs) a creator of Midsummer's Quarantine, the showrunner of Super Suits, producer of Gorgon Show. She does it all, baby. Co-founder of the Faustian Nonsense Network, Jackie. Hello, I am Jackie and I am playing Cricket, who is a creepy child raised by ghosts who makes gadgets apparently so the line bulls being hired through taji the tank engine by (laughs) cricket are here to test cricket's spirit locator uh, a prototype of which she has taji the tank engine previously deceased here in spirit form trapped within a ghost net covering a mug from the sour spring saloon our line bulls are gathering up their heavy duty electroplasmic equipment to test what can be used in the presence of the spirit locator. What's the testing like with all this equipment? Cricket just leads the way to like a clear area. And I don't think she tells them that there is a place known to be extremely haunted by ghosts nearby because this is her equivalent of a double blind test. So, you know, we got to see <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, I think she's going to insist that everybody start with the equipment off and kind of set to the side for the first test, because she has noticed that it's a little bit weird if it gets too close to her, even her fine lightning hook, which is pretty small scale compared to the line bull equipment. Yeah, the heavy lightning hook frazzles the whole thing within any effective range of the heavy lightning hook, even when not being like jolted. And if you do shoot and jolt it, the whole thing sparks up and takes 10 seconds to like spark back up. Dang. Well, that's useless. All right, lightning hooks out. The other line bull lightning hooks. When they're within their effective range, but not at the edge of it, it starts to frazzle the detector, and a similar thing happens when it jolts, knocking it out, not for 10 whole seconds, but for a good couple seconds. Okay, so these we can probably 
use if somebody holds them far away. Carrying more than two within the range agitates it further. Uh, web thrower? So Spirit you have a weird web thrower because it's uh, adapted oh. to circus belts. Oh, yeah. My knives. Yeah, that actually is pretty tame. When you like bring it right up to it, it slightly pulls. And when you charge with the electricity, it frazzles it, but only up close it frazzles it to the degree that a lightning hook is when being within effective range. Mm. What if we bring the lightning oil near it? The lightning oil is in uh, a bottle, so there's actually no reaction. What if the anchor suit turns on? The anchor suit turned on. It points like it's a spirit, but it doesn't like frazzle it or anything. Okay. And spirit goggles? Spirit goggles. No reaction. All right. Or not a meaningful one. I haven't used this in a little bit while, but the Tesla coil? Oh, your little, your whip thing, yes. It's the equivalent of like a, a whip and a, a web thrower or? Yeah, I think so. That looks fine. What about the Vulcanai barrier? Oh, yeah. All right, all right. Hit the, hit the Vulcanai barrier. <laughs> the new one that does both the things. Yeah, that similarly doesn't do much. Okay. Interesting. Basically, the real problem seems to be the lightning hooks. Gotcha. Okay. The lightning hooks really fuck it up, being within, like, any meaningful distance of it. And when they jolt, it fry, fry the whole thing. What about the spirit flares? You fire one up, and it's like the uh, the anchor suit. Of just, like, it, it points up at it? Yep. Okay, well, I guess the question becomes, do we want to leave the lightning hooks on the train, or do we want someone carrying them from a very far distance? Hmm. Well, do we think we could defend ourselves without them? I am not confident. You've got me. It'll be fine. Yeah, that doesn't help. Do you have any alternative means of self-defense? You can borrow my mask. What does, what does your mask do? Also, only one of us can borrow your mask at a time. And then you won't have your mask. Does it have teeth? Yeah. Some of the ones around the left eye hole right here. And she points really proudly at this. Those are mine. I was just about to ask, but also I don't really want the answer. Yeah, I didn't want that information. Look, you hired us for a reason, right? You could test this thing on your own if you didn't need someone to defend against the ghosts. Don't you want us to be able to actually defend against the ghosts? Yeah, I need some help. I need people who know what they're doing around ghosts. I don't necessarily need, like, lots of bulky equipment that's just going to get in the way. Can't you just whisper it like I do? Can't everyone do that? Well, I have whispered before. It just kind of didn't work out so well. What's the use of those knives and the whip and the big gauntlet things? You know what they're for. Sorry, are the gauntlets okay? Like the ghost grabbing gloves? Ghost grabbing gloves, yeah, they're fine. Okay. It's mostly just the lightning hooks. I'm going to have to punch you, ghosts. Oh, boy. (laughs) These are like normal knives. They don't do that much damage. How come you sparked them up earlier? I I felt chills. I don't know. I, if... (laughs) I would reckon I would perhaps take some harm if you were to... (laughs) If you're me with them. You know, no one fucking asked you, Taji. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You've been a ghost for like a few months, and most of those months have been in a bottle. I don't need you to tell me how to do my job. He's a pretty good ghost, though. He was like shooting a gun 
we trapped him under a mug and like I didn't even do anything and neither did Drake. Yeah, but he knows who he is. You know how rare that is? That's right, I do. I'm talking to Tink Engine, baby. The ones that don't know who they are generally do a way better job trying to kill us than he did. See, I see both sides here. I, I feel like there were a lot of op- other opportunities that you probably could have taken to have done some serious harm. But also, you like lucid. It is unusual and slightly frightening. Yeah, I mean, I don't need to argue about how good of a ghost Taji is. I just, like, this This doesn't have anything to do with... I know that he actually wouldn't be. Yeah, but you're kind of a weenie. Huh. Wait, actually, why did you bother with this instead of going back to, Iru- like, staying in Aruvia and, like, controlling your criminal empire if you're this lucid? Well, you, you can't just let an insult go unanswered. No, 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 no. But, like, I mean, you, you let can. Fishbone take over your entire empire in your absence. Well, I didn't know you put Fishbone in. We didn't put Fishbone it in. It just kind of happened. Did you think that uh, no one was going to take over that power vacuum? Listen, I, I very much committed to this. As committed as you guys are, as taking these lightning hooks and, and throwing in the test. I'm not... <sighs> If someone carries them at a distance, it seemed like it would probably be fun. So you were going to go out to a very haunted location, and one of you will just be very far away from <laughs> I mean, we could split two and two. Splitting out is always a good idea in a haunted location. Jesus Christ. I'm just, listen, we don't have to take the lightning hooks if you don't want to, but I don't think it's unreasonable to balance the safety of the people administering the test with the integrity of the test itself. Cricket, are you taking them to, like, uh, a scary place with a lot of ghosts? Is that, like, I'll kill them, or, like, what, what's the deal? Well, we gotta test this, like, the limits of it. So, yeah, I found a place that's got a lot of ghosts. I don't know what the ghosts are gonna do. I didn't ask them. I mean, most ghosts I know are very nice. Do you think the ghosts are going to take kindly to a device that can locate them? I don't know. It just sounds kind of like they wouldn't want to be located and thus might have to strike back in order to secure their independence and uh, isolationism. I've never been to a place with ghosts where the ghosts haven't tried to kill me. That's also true. Yeah, but you're traveling with cricket. Somehow stopped me from hurting you by like talking to me. Why are you a part of this argument? <laughs> I, I feel very much a part of this right now. You're just here in a mug. Nothing can happen to you here. You have no stakes in seeing that this locator works. You have no stakes in like whether you're going to get hurt. It's my good thing. I facilitated the job. I, I thought you guys were hot. I thought you guys were good line rules. And brave and stuff. We are good line bulls. You know why? Because we bring our fucking <laughs> weapons with us. Yeah, I'm going to level with you. There, there's like this whole myth around the line bull. People seem to think we're superheroes. We're not superheroes. We're just super prepared. Not even that. A lot of the time. Honestly, I don't care that much about bringing the lightning hook, but the fact that you're being this condescending to me about it is making me dig in way harder. <laughs> 
I, I don't want to like interject here, but also I do the bit where uh, Drix met the the one the one ghost in the the brewery. That was a while ago. Yeah, you reckon you've reconciled the ghost before. Yeah, ghosts are nice. I'm telling you, they're not like provably. I turned out okay. If they're nice, why did you hire us? I just need backup. To do what? If not fight the ghosts, to do what? Well, keep an eye on things. It's crowd control. You can't go in assuming there's going to be a fight. They're people. Come on. They're like... (laughs) Whatever. I'm done with this. I'm done (laughs) with this. They were... They were people. Well, actually, okay. All right. All right. All right. A while back, I probably, I didn't tell you guys because, like, it was kind of uneventful. But, like, I did just kind of have a conversation with a ghost at a brewery. I'm not saying ghosts are never lucid. I'm saying in the vast majority. I'm saying in the vast majority of cases that we have seen. And furthermore, we are a team of people whose entire job is to fight ghosts. That is true. We do we do have a job description. I don't uh, whatever. <laughs> I will interject here. I understand that. That's why I'm asking you to do something a little bit different right now. I'm willing to go with it as long as I got me suit. Just no lightning hooks, but the the fun fancy equipment that you guys have. Yeah, I'm aware that you as a DM are trying to roll to railroad us into something. Uh <laughs> You're just doing it in a really annoying way. I, I don't see what's annoying about it. I don't know why you're digging in so hard on this. Because you're just kind of being dicks. Just play in the sandbox. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll just go with it. Fucking whatever. I don't I don't care. What would be a kinder way to do this? I, there, I, well, uh, a kinder way to do this would be if we rewound this whole conversation and you weren't, like... <laughs> weirdly hostile to everything I've said. I did not feel like I was being hostile. There was a fair bit of condescension, but I'm willing to put that aside for my character and Pip. I think, could we give Andrel some kind of like more direct weapon, some kind of gadget? No, I don't need a fucking weapon. The knives can do harm. Just wanted to remind you that. Yeah. The equivalent of if you do light the lightning, it's yeah. A lightning I, so you don't uh, whatever. So I don't. Well, so I don't what? I don't know. You don't see what's maybe a bit condescending about phrasing that is what are your knives for? What is the gloves? I'm for? sorry, I was I mean that's that's in character is Taji. Yeah, Taji who objectively did not need to jump into this at all. You, you seemed very intent on, like, without the hooks, we're defenseless. I didn't say that. I said it's better to have more ways of defending yourself, particularly, like, the main ones that we usually use. Whatever. I Again, I don't actually care whether we bring the stuff. Just give me some some setup here that will allow us to tie this up in a way that we can actually put on the podcast. Taji will simply shut up. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll leave the hooks then. We'll leave the hooks. So, Cricket, you know the location, haunted location, still within the lightning barrier. So you know the spirits there are kind of weak and probably pretty harmless unless provoked. The site uh, of an old carnival. <laughs> oh, God. Ghost clowns. 
I got some friends there. They're cool. So yeah, Cricket kind of leads the way. And I think Cricket is going to want to test to make sure that the locator works for people that are not Cricket, since Cricket is kind of a weird case with lots of powers and ties to ghosts too. As everyone's walking, she's going to like hold it out, try to get someone else to take the locator. Drix will grab it. Cool. It latches onto your wrist. It's not uncomfortable. It just climbs up your hand a little bit. And everywhere you move your hand, the ring of lightning points in the same direction that we're walking in. <laughs> oh, that is simply odd. There is an old poster for Friday Felix Carnival. Oh. And you see there's some old, like, like big tops and things, uh, faint lights and silhouettes of people moving. As though in a dream. I would like to ask you, since there are no passengers in this line, to each of you, if you have one, describe to me a, a spirit. How weird can we get with this? As weird as you want. It's passengers, but ghosts. Okay, I've got one. As we come toward the main, like, thoroughfare of the carnival, there's like little platforms on the sides where people could do performances. And one of them, there's a ghost contortionist that is doing what at first is like a pretty normal, like contortionist set of moves, putting their feet behind their head and like standing on their hands while twisting up. And then it just like goes way too far. They turn themselves literally inside out. Yeah, basically, like, the bit where Pennywise is, like, spun around in the fridge and, like, that, that kind of level of just weird. Fine. There is, uh, from nowhere in particular, a lot of, ooh, ah, noises. There's no crowd or anything. I don't know if I want to actually establish this because it would be tragic and it has a darker implications. So I'm going to go with my second idea. There is a juggler that, rather than sort of, like, juggling objects they are juggling their own limbs and just kind of like reattaching them like as they go so it's just like arm leg head torso like just being like tossed up and kind of like all shifting around constantly guys out here with the wendell and wild shit oh i still need to see that it's good it's, so it's fun okay okay a cold read ghost one of those psychics who is just kind of like as random other ghosts pass by going like, you seem like you have issues with your father. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know a woman named Gwendolyn? Just kind of shouting out random uh, little predictions as people come in and out. (laughs) There actually aren't people coming around, so it's pointing randomly until uh, it does point towards you guys and says, you have no parents. (laughs) <gasps> not true for her. I point at Cricket. Sure I do. They're just not here right now. Hey, among the living? Well, no. Ah, that is simply what I meant. You see, when you have such a uh, connection like me, we disregard those alive. Of course, when somebody says that you don't have parents, obviously you must have parents to be born. Therefore, I am still correct, I think. Yeah, but her parents are, like, still around, though. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah, that doesn't make them less able to parent, man. I feel like it's debatable, but we'll move on. Cricket agrees, but doesn't actually care and is mostly just confused by the statement. Like, why would you say I don't have parrots? They're my parrots. They're kind of see-through. That's fine. (laughs) You know. Stephanie? There is a ghost that, like, doesn't realize that we can see him. (laughs) So, like, 
coming up, examining all over us kind of thing. Like, thinking that, like, oh, yeah, I'm a ghost. They can't see me. They, they can't see me at all. <laughs> and, like, we're just kind of, like, following the, the ghost, like, eye line. You notice the locator is very perfectly tracking his movements. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The spirit still doesn't seem to be acknowledging that you can see him, but is, like, kind of trying to dodge the locator. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I have one more, but it's mostly for uh, horror implications. Feel free to to shoot this down, but I think it is a uh, it is an amalgamation of the various pigs that form corn dogs. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, that's awful. <laughs> yep. I think there's one spirit in the window too like in a distant window gazing out at the horizon sometimes reaching a hand towards it but pulling back as though rebuked roll me an insight oh dear this was a mistake <laughs> uh-oh whoa oh baby guess what shouldn't be possible in ghost lines but your boy got a one all things considered <laughs> <laughs> so cricket you can like see where the spirit locator is poking out mm-hmm. but there's a lot of activity and some of them are like different altitudes like there's the one in the tree the, the pigs that make up corn dogs are a little lower you can very clearly see on Drix's face a puzzled look okay but the the locator i can still see that it's pointing at the different ghosts yeah, yeah, you can you can kind of see it. Obviously, if it were like on your wrist, you would have a better sense of it. But yeah, you know, you're just you're just noticing that. Yes, it is working for tricks, but he's having a hard time reading it. I don't know that Cricket's going to comment on it. <laughs> Drix, Drix is kind of trying, looking around, seeing is there like a dial or like a switch or <laughs> is it is it working? You tell me. Is it pointing at the spirits? Trix, like, holds it up and, like, follows the eye line. (laughs) (laughs) One of them's coming much closer, uh, even though you can't physically see it. But the uh, lightning that's pointing out starts to, like, curl up in on itself. On two sticks, there is a collection of spectral dripping pig pieces. Skin and eyes and snouts and bits of hoof floating themselves, presenting themselves to you guys. And a disembodied voice says, Hey, hungry? Not really, no. How about you, my man? Uh, I could eat. Here you go, one corn dog. On the house, first it's free. How about you, little goyle? Is it an actual corn dog? Or? It is on a stick, uh, a bunch of spectral uh, bits of pig eyes, stout ears, and, and hooves and stuff. It's dripping. Yeah, no thanks. Suit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm regretting my decision. Did you not look at it before you took it? <laughs> it's a carnival. You're not supposed to look too hard. There was never any situation in which this was going to work out for you. You realize that, right? <laughs> I've made a lot of poor decisions, like, today. Uh, let's keep the keep the train rolling, you know? <laughs> yeah, let's go. But why not? Hey, Drex, did the spirit locator point it? The actual pig bits, or just the guy carrying them, or what? Uh, yeah, are they following? Are they following Pip's corn dog? <laughs> I think it is like scanning up and down the corn dog as like individual bits. 
horrifying. Uh, yeah, but I think um, I think it got all of it, like all of it, all of it. <laughs> it's a little gross. Good to know, though. <sighs> Terrifying. The spirit at the window, window of like probably some vehicle that the carnival traveled in. It's all like dilapidated now and stuff, but the spirit's still standing there as if it's habitable, staring out the window. Instead of reaching its hand out, it puts both hands at the edge of the window and presses its face, staring at a, a tree on the edge of uh, any sort of light that you guys have from your flashlights. And the, uh, the contortionist guest is urging you guys to come over. What's, what's your thoughts? What, 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 what attracts you? I want to see what the locator will do if a ghost splits itself. Let's go look at that juggler guy. I want to see if it points at all the different parts. Or just like, which part of the spirit does it recognize? Is it just the head? I want to know. Oh, God. Kip is taking the... Uh the like corn dog shell off debating whether or not to eat that he's very hungry Pip, did you not eat this morning i haven't eaten in no okay so so is there some clear you ate which part the the <laughs> the corn bits like the the casing i guess <laughs> like the like, bread yeah the, just the, the breading so it's it's not great. The, it's, it's the redding, but like you left the the drippy bits, the drippy yep. pig bits. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's dripping. It's probably soaking into the breading a bit. Is it's yeah. still not great? <laughs> oh, gross! Go ahead and make me a steel roll. Jesus Christ! <laughs> cool. Which one don't you want to do? I think suffer more trauma or harm. That's fair. <laughs> that is two fives plus two. Um, that is a 12. I, I do nothing. Great, 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 yeah. <laughs> Pip has a high constitution stat. I do not. In fact, yeah, you're finishing off the, the bread bits that it gets. It's kind of soaked in it. Wow, this is terrible. <laughs> a smell in your, your nostrils of a big sweaty person right next to you and a voice that seems to come from nowhere is like, looks like you really like that dog, eh? <laughs> Or something like that. Hey, let me know if you want another. And you yep. feel the smell move away from you. <laughs> Nobody else can smell it. Can we hear it? Oh, you heard it, yeah. That doesn't seem like a good idea to get more. Just saying. Juggler ghost. The spirit locator follows it, yeah. Up to the juggler ghost. Picking up the whole arm, flips the one arm, and then puffs it up in the air, splits at the elbow. And then there's two things being juggled, and then splits the wrist, a hand, and then uh, tosses its other hand up there and starts juggling it with their knees like a, uh, like a soccer player. Drix, roll me an insight. Let's do it. And um, these two dice are retired. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's a seven minus two. That's a five. <laughs> I forgot. My Maybe name. someone else should take the spirit locator. It's already on Drake's left. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's definitely tracking multiple parts, uh, but you're not following like all the individual spikes. Your Drix is, is you're, you're not able, quite able to follow it. Hey, Cricket, maybe I'm not the best one for this. I mean, I could take it back, but is anyone else up for trying it? I'll give you a shot. Cool, thank you. This is one point better. (laughs) (laughs) Until I take another wound. I think there's like a little lever that you have to hit to take it off 
of someone's wrist. So Cricket just presses that and it retracts back from around your wrist and she hands it off to Pip. Jix is very stupid, unfortunately. While this is happening, the spirit has separated their other arm into three bits and has separated their leg at the knee and the foot. So hopping on one leg and then with the stump of the knee juggling uh, the other like seven or eight things and says, could I ask anybody in the audience for a hand? <laughs> You're really good at that. Thank you. I think you could come up on stage there. I would not. Everybody wants to see her come up on stage, right? And from all around you, there's an audience like, yeah, yeah, get on stage. Unseen audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cricket does not want to get up on stage, but doesn't want to be rude because this has been very nice so far. Okay, I think in addition to teeth, Cricket has a tendency to collect like human bones. So just has a couple of like random bones in her bag. Normal stuff. Yeah, so she's she's gonna be like, I I think I might have part of a hand. Would that help? Sure, that's a weird thing to say. Well, what do I know? <laughs> and then uh, you see, it kicks the other foot up, and then now is hopping. I uh, just stump of one leg, uh, and then the shorts of the other. Out of curiosity, what do the severed points look like? Are these gory, bleeding stumps, or are they clean and plasticky? These actually look very clean, clean and plasticky. It's a family show, you know. <laughs> Cricket digs into her bag and finds a couple of things that may or may not be like finger bones. They're small, so it's kind of hard to tell. And she just kind of throws them at the juggler, see what happens. Hey! They are arrange themselves into a hand that starts to help juggle some. The juggler's head rolls off its shoulders and rolls off the edge of the stage. Hey there, young lady, young lady, come over here. Who, me? Yes, yo, there's something I need to tell you. What's up? So, yeah, Cricket comes closer. Looks both ways. I don't know what you're doing, but you shouldn't be here. Why not? Normally, we don't perform for, like, alive people. We don't really perform for anybody. The audience is kind of here. I kind of would like to come back with my family. They're not alive. So I thought I'd check it out first. Is that not cool? It's fine. I just like concerns. Why, though? There's a new ringmaster in Big Tom. Okay. It used to be old Friday feeling, but I don't know who it is anymore. Oh, it does seem weird that you guys would have, like, turnover. I mean, you turn over a lot, but other than that... Thank you, thank you for noticing. <laughs> All of the juggler's main body parts are gone, sitting on, like, its butt, its legs fully separated, chest bumping them. <laughs> Someone draw that, please. The strange thing is... Friday Felix was the ringmaster when he was alive, but when we all die, in a situation that I do not want to get into, but when we all die, Friday Felix didn't stick around. Now there's like this other guy. He he looks like Friday Felix, but wrong. I don't think it's him. That seems weird. Do you want us to check it out for you? No, I was warning you. We are normal living people. Just avoid the big top. I don't think anyone's ever called me normal before. What do I know about it? It's in the big top. If you're going to stay away, you're going to check it out, okay? Okay. I'll let the others know. Thanks. Thanks for the hands. Do you want it back? No, that's okay. I got spares. Woohoo! The head rolls back, and the whole body comes back together, and you see he's got a third hand with the, the bones being connected. And he says, Let's give this lovely lady in the audience here a big hand. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think Cricket goes back to the others and tries to, like, 
duck our head and indicate that this is not something that we should be advertising, but passes along this message. There's something weird with the ringleader, apparently. They were trying to warn us, I guess. Should we try and find a different testing environment? I'd kind of like to keep testing here, but I get it if you want to you know, move someplace else. I just don't have anywhere else in mind that the ghosts are this friendly. I've wandered over here before, but like, have it run into this ringleader guy, kind of a variable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cricket isn't going to push it because she's here mostly just to test out the range of the gadget and how it works, but we're here. <laughs> She's not really worried. She's just like, someone told me I should pass this along. I'm wondering if Friday Feeling, the name Friday Feeling, you know? (laughs) Obviously, the name Friday Feeling means something. Feeling. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering if we recognize the name Friday Feeling. I mean, I do. Yeah. You don't know what a Friday is. We don't know what a Friday is. We don't know what a Friday is, but that does sound an awful. Friday Feeling does sound like Friday Feeling. Definitely sounds like some kind of stand. I was pretty sure this was set up to torment me personally. Okay, so there's a ghost that I've met who sucks and he keeps, I mean, like, I guess he doesn't suck as much as all the other ghosts I've met because he hasn't tried to do a homicide yet, but he does keep, like, petting me and I don't like that. And he also does things like wave things in front of my face to try and get me to like do stuff. I don't know. He's really annoying, but he always is saying to himself, Friday feeling, Friday feeling, and then a whole bunch of other gibberish, which does feel significant here. Honestly, my rage part of my brain did start to light light up a bit right when I saw that poster when we walked in. Hmm. Do you think they're related? I mean, Friday is not a word that means anything to me. And so I feel like the fact that the same gibberish is going around in two different places are probably related. Hmm. The head told me that Friday was their ringleader, but isn't anymore, but that this one is like him, but wrong. I don't know what that means. I haven't, I can't think of a time I've run into a ghost that was like someone else, but wrong. Not that I can think of. I don't know what it means either, but if I can get this guy to leave me the hell alone, then I am down to keep looking in the scary big top with our primary weapons gone. Okay, so Operation Get This Ghost Off Angel's Back? Operation Get This Ghost Off Angel's Back. That can be the secondary operation. We are testing this thing, but yeah, great. You know, we can we can bust multiple things wide open at a time. We can. We're we're complicated individuals. Multifaceted. I'll help if I can. There's a, a voice from a different <laughs> stage. You, I get it. You're a magician. <laughs> I was right, right? Who, me? I'm a whisper. Nope. You. Wait, it points right at him. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you a magician? Yeah, I mean, I can do this with my thumb. If it was like the thumb thing. It's like that juggler, right? Oh, that's pretty good, but after that juggler guy, yeah. It's hard to it's hard to beat that, really. Yeah, I, I think he's got he's got one up on me. 
We here at Ghost on a Train would like to take a moment to bring you a message from our friends at The Gorgon Show, another podcast from the Faustian Nonsense Network. You're listening to The Gorgon Show, a podcast about being a monster in a human world. I'm your host, Penny Cephalonia, and I'm a Gorgon. If I hear something, do I get paid? Forbes, you are a snake. On my head, where would you even keep the money? I'm ready to introduce our very first guest. I, I am a Taraxippus, or a horse disturber. The Coroniaide are a, a race of magical beings that we can hear anything, any sound that is carried on the wind. I do consider monster kind of a pejorative term, so I, I would appreciate not being referred to that way. Don't give away your secret weakness mm. uh, that can kill you instantly. Vampires and werewolves, I'm sure, can attest. Really, generally a bad idea. Um, it's time to look into all of our futures. Hi, Sybil. And that's me. The Gorgon Show is a podcast available now on your favorite podcast platform. From the Faustian Nonsense Network, my roommate Penny, lots of cryptid and monster guests, and me, the oracle who brings you horoscopes straight from the gods. That's The Gorgon Show, G-O-R-G-O-N. And right now, my visions tell me that those of you who check it out will have much better weeks than the rest of you. So are we going to this big top place then? I assumed we were just letting you do whatever testing you want to do. And if we run into whatever's going on here, then we run into it. We'll probably run into it. We tend to run into things when, you know, they rear their head and then maybe like a couple hours later, all of a sudden it's like, oh man, this thing that was just in town, it's absolutely going to affect us. It really is kind of a, kind of a wild prospect, you know? Law of preservation of detail. It sounds like you're not bored a lot, so that's good. <laughs> Pippin, since we were just checking out the juggler guy and his head went like way off to the side, can you tell me anything about how the locator worked when we were looking at that? While we're walking to the big top, can we catch up on this data? Roll insight, Pip. Do it, insight. do it, do it, do it. That's a, that's a five. I can't ask questions. So not much better than Drix, but... <laughs> you weren't quite able to... uh track all the different body parts like yeah i guess like the head was there did it seem to like focus on one more than the others that's what i'll ask well that's the thing it got really weird and spindly actually I'll, you know i'm gonna give you something Ooh. it got weird and spindly in the direction of the big top electricity didn't point at the big top but all electricity on like the side where the big top was close to seemed to weaken some hmm. yeah it was a, a little bit of something like what he got all weird and spindly. Like, he wasn't focusing on any one particular thing, but just kind of all over the place. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, let's let's keep an eye on that. I don't know what that means. So I guess just keep walking towards the big top and keep an eye on it? <laughs> it's probably something. Pip is keeping a, a close eye. Sure, sure, sure. You're, you're walking through. The contortionist waves hello from underneath themselves. The uh, person at the window is weeping, staring up at the shadow of this tree. Yeah, you heading to the big top? Heading to the big top, I guess. Heading to the big top. Heading to the big top. Oh, the lights that you have on your suits are smothered a little bit. The darkness. The spirit locator 
you see it still actually seems to be tracking spirits outside of the the big top, but it's getting very, very thin now. Okay. Uh, and Cricket can see this? Yeah, yeah, that's like the only light that anybody can see. I've never seen it do that before. Can I get it uh, back real quick? I want to see if it does it for me, too. Yeah, sure. Cricket does the thing, presses the little lever, puts it on her own wrist. I was really worried that Gregor's would be like, no, you cannot take it off. It's, it is <laughs> it is now attached to you. The Omnitrix. No, you, yeah, you, 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 you put it back on. It's doing the same for you. Okay, it's not just you then. It's got to be this place, right? Or something in here. Cricket, you feel the soft touch of something on your hair, your horrible hair. <laughs> Cricket ducks away from it and glares in the direction that she felt that. Does it, like, follow her when she ducks? Or No, but... There's a big light that shows what looks like the crude outline of a cane with a hook on the end pointing towards where your head was. Mm-hmm. The cane spins around in the air and then it strikes one spot. Spotlight comes up and you all see it, it looks human-ish, like a child's drawing of a human. Very, very long legs, small torso, long arms, just alternating like three or four fingers in each. It's holding the cane. You see its face. There's just holes for the eyes and the mouth. It's a nice tall hat on it. And it says, Friday feeling, Friday feeling. Is that that guy that you were talking about? Uh, he doesn't look like the guy I'm talking about, but it's the same weird little song. Bottle Jerry. Yeah, and there's a different vibe here. Mask Jerry. There's a different vibe. Spur Jerry. I'm sensing more hostility. Drunk Jerry. (laughs) This is really odd. Yeah. What's the spirit locator doing? I've never met anyone who just makes up words or sayings like that. It doesn't make any (laughs) sense. Spirit locator is, um, yeah, it's it's still just thinning out. Nothing's pointing to this thing. Hmm. Even though it's, it's glowing as though it were a spirit, glowing blue. Huh. Either there's something wrong with my locator or that's not really a spirit. This. Believe it or not. Can I make an insight roll? Make an insight roll, and at the same time, it points a cane at Cricket. Can I also roll a insight roll? Sure. It's probably not going to work, but... All right, so that's an 11 from me. (laughs) There's a zero from Drix. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Drix still gets a question. How many questions do you get to hold, Andrew? Three. Cool. What's your question? What's really going on here? This thing is not a spirit, but it's acting like a spirit. It's like this guy, but wrong. It's some kind of supernatural creature in the image of a a person, but it never was a person. Okay. What's the best way to reveal its true form? To make sense of what it is saying. It's saying things to you. It must have learned to say things. Yeah, I I think that's probably the best way. Uh, other than the spirit locator, which you know, it's 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 not a spirit. All right, Andrew, this is gonna sound crazy. You say that spotlight on each of you, and as the spotlight comes on, there is no light beyond the spotlight for each one of you. Cricket, you still see the ringmaster. Everybody else does not. Okay. I think you need to figure out what it's saying. Drake says to nobody. <laughs> Who has the owl goggles? Well, I think now's the time for it. What are we all kitted out as? Jackie, guest preference goes first. Well, Jackie's all. I'm my own thing. I have my mask. Cricket's all of them. Yeah. Oh, sure. I would like to be 
the spider, but we also did specifically mention bringing the owl goggles. <laughs> and I don't know if either of you two want to be the owl. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess all we're determining now is just, you know, what what are the things that you have? I assume you brought the anchor suit and the ghost grabbing gloves. Yes. Yep. If you want to have the owl goggles, you could have them. You got the goggles. Okay. I'll put them on then. <laughs> uh, we'll do Angel first. <laughs> yeah, you put the goggles on. The spotlight is gone. You are actually under a stage. You see uh, glass pointing up. You see the spirit that was being like, hey, you don't got parents. <laughs> but it's not blue like a spirit. It looks like he's flesh and blood. And he's sitting opposite somebody at a table looking at a card. You can very clearly see the card from down here. Is there some significance to it? Not for you, but you hear a very small voice below you saying, uh, Black five. There is a little small child below you writing down different cards and whispering things into a horn. Okay, so someone's cheating at cards. Hey, kid. Uh, she shrieks, who's there? Next. Uh, let's get Drix. Mm, okay. All right, all right. Um, Drix, so the spotlight comes on. The spotlight leaves as you hear footsteps coming towards you. Not just like a set of footsteps, like dun, 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 dun. It sounds like a whole bunch of people, four or five people. It sounds like 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 thumping after you. Okay, Drix pulls his mask down and he like readies his hand over the Tesla coil. Oh, and he hits the Vulturnite barrier. Hell yeah. You spark up the uh, the Vulturnite barrier. And as you do, there is some light. You are in a hallway and taking up the entirety of the hallway coming towards you is a giant non-spectral looking spider with like slavering little... Okay, Drix is going to let Instinct take over. He's going to whip out a one leg from under it so it tumbles. We'll get to that in a moment. All right, so Pip is just in a, a spotlight. Can't see anything outside of it. The spotlight disappears from you, but unlike the others, it moves a little ahead, and you see a curtain up ahead, and you can just peek that there's a, a spotlight beyond. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. The sound of an audience being like, yeah, come on! Pip approaches cautiously, but he's, he's got the anchor suit ready. Not on yet, but ready finger on the trigger just like like an old western you step out to the curtain you don't see anybody but there's a stage under the big top there's a single wooden board a little wider than you and a little taller than you up on the stage and then uh, a stool with like a closed box there's a clear section of the big top like clear is in transparent yeah clear is in transparent but all you can see from it is the spirit that was at that window looking sad and distressed at you are you going to do something freaky and... Open the box. It's what we want to see. Oh, I don't know this. Uh, Jackie. Yes. Jackie, you're being pointed to by not Friday feeling. <laughs> it waves the cane to your left and to your right where you see that you are alone. And it's out of here. Around the first, second, third, 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 third while you're here for me. Okay. Is there anything else going on? Cricket's going to like look around her and try to figure out if it's pointing at something. There's something transparent and glass-like around the ring that you're in now under this big top. He says, uh, while you're in my circus, bucko, and opens up its mouth and some water begins to pour from its mouth into the big top, filling up the glass that you're kind of standing on. Okay. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Cricket's going to try to see if she can either break through the glass or jump over it. Hell yeah. We'll get to that. 
Angel, the little girl screams and then hides behind a shelf. Uh, you good, kid? It's not real, not real, it's not real, not real, it's not real, it's not real. Well, it's not real. Me? I'm not gonna hurt you. Time seems to have elapsed, at least up above. The guy comes down and he says, uh, Jim, how many times I gotta tell you? You gotta pay attention. You gotta feed me the cards. What's what's going on down here? And she says, oh, Dad, I think I saw something. It's not, it's not real, Jim. It's not real. Hey, uh, dude, can you hear me or is it just your kid? Well, why are you looking at me with that dumb look on your face? Sorry, she's talking to me. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your dad. <gasps> you want to hurt daddy? I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know what's going on with you, but if you're not going to help me, back to the street with you. I'll be quiet until he leaves. Is that okay? She looks very nervous, but she like nods, but like not to where you are at. Hmm. And uh, yeah, he leaves. I don't want to hurt you. I guess I You're a ghost. Ghosts are bad. They want to kill you. I'm not a ghost. From where I'm standing, it seems like you're a ghost. She is fully flesh-colored, and looking down at yourself, you are blue. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, maybe I do look like a ghost a little. I'm not, though. At least they don't think so. And I'm not going to hurt you. Daddy says sometimes spirits don't know that they're dead or don't know who they are, and that's when they're real bad, they're gonna kill you. Well, I do know who I am. My name is Angel. I'm Jim. Jim, nice to meet you. I'm not going to hurt you. I would like to leave wherever this is. Could you roll something to convince her that you mean no harm? I don't really. If your, your attention seems to tell you you mean no harm, maybe that'd be finesse. If you want to be like, hey, listen, I don't have time for this. Just tell me how to leave. Uh, that, that might be force. I think I'm going finesse. Uh, 13. Sure, sure. So you do all three uh, quickly. The control compromise cost, greater effect. She says, yeah, I guess I guess you, you could have snuck up on me. I don't know what you mean by leave, but I'd help you out if you do something for me. What do you want me to do? Can you kill my daddy? I thought you didn't want me to hurt your dad. <laughs> I got complicated feelings. Yeah, okay, that's understandable. Are you sure you want to jump straight to murder? Like, I could try and help you get out of here? This just feels like it might have psychological repercussions down the road for you. What's psychological mean? Jix, go ahead and roll for me to trip this spider. Let's fucking go. That is a seven plus two. That is a nine. Okay, and that was finesse? Finesse, I'd say. Which one are you gonna do? Avoid trouble compromiser cost. All right, so this spider approaches. You go to kick out to trip one leg out, and it pauses a bit, but it's got a lot of legs. You you move back a little bit, trips more of its legs out. You back up just a little bit. <laughs> I don't know how you managed to trip out a spider. <laughs> They do have a lot of legs. They have a lot of legs. Think like, I think, I think <laughs> maybe you tangle it up and, and hob a little bit. It looks like there's there's light behind you. There's light from like a doorway behind you, it seems. Okay, then I think I'm going to bounce and get to that light. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to fight the giant spider if I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you uh, run out and find yourself on the wooden platform right before a long tightrope. Oh, hell no. Down below, there's a safety net, but it is very obvious, even from here, that it's made of, like, spider webs. The door behind you has disappeared. Uh, well... There's an invisible audience being like, Yeah! 
Is there anything above me? Sure, sure. There's like the the top of a of a big top. Cool. If there's some like railing holding the big top up, I'd like to lasso that to guide me as I walk across. Yeah, roll that for me. Harm the cards. That's a six. That's a six with the plus. Uh, plus yeah, again. so you lasso up. You think you've got a good hold on it. It was solid enough until your weight got on it. And then you see it It becomes spirit-like for just a moment. And your lasso passes right through the railing. You've land onto the tightrope, but not on your legs. And I think you're kind of gripping out, gripping out there in danger of falling. The spider from before is now making its way onto the spider web net at the bottom waiting for you. Oh, hell <laughs> Pip, open the box! It's what we want! And there's the uh, ghost from the window looking very sadly Pip at you. looks to the ghost at the window. What do you want? Roll me steel. Do some kind of like attunement to the ghost field. Cool, that is a seven. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, should have asked you which one that you didn't want to do, but... I mean, you still can. Well, I'm going to say freeze up or leave myself wide open, so... Yeah, I, I think you might rage a little bit. I think that that question... I mean, you didn't even phrase it super harshly, but speaking about the crowd, it might have been a little harsh. And the spirit is very sensitive and it cries a little bit. And it says, just open the box. Get it over with. Don't end up like... What's in the box? Yep. You open up the box. There are several knives in the box, and they begin to float up into the air by themselves. Please. Yeah, you can't help but notice your position between the knives and that flat piece of wood that's a little bit wider than you and a little bit taller than you. Please. A knife gets thrown at you by nobody in particular. Jackie, <laughs> you're trying to bust through, you said, bust through the, the glass? Kirk is going to, like, hit it lightly to see if it's yeah, yeah. too sturdy to break, but is not super confident because she has no muscle. Would you like to roll an insight? Sure. Uh, my insight is plus three, which is good. Cricket has really high insight, but then, like, doesn't particularly use it. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't see the point. Uh, nine. So you get to hold one. You could ask a question right now or ask it later, maybe after doing something. Yeah, what's the best way to not drown right now. Yeah, yeah. The glass has no, like, handholds for you to climb up it. Ooh, is there any trapeze equipment around? There could be. There could be. Jackie, I sent you a message about it on Discord, but remember, like, since you're a whisperer, you can probably see stuff that used to be there and interact with it. Ooh, yeah. Ghost <laughs> trapeze. That might be it. Yeah, yeah. So what's what's happening to you is I was looking at Victorian circus stuff and apparently the Victorians got really jazzed at this notion of the aquatic circus where they would do crazy stuff after flooding the, the ring. I mean, we do it nowadays, but we stopped doing it for a minute there because people kept on drowning doing the aquatic circus. <laughs> oh, shocker. Um, uh, <laughs> so that's what's happening to you. Through the aquatic circus name, there is a trapeze being lowered. You can see it. It's really there if you could if you can just reach up and grab it. This is a bit from only murders of the building. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I want to grab at the trapeze, even though it feels like that's what they want me to do. So would that be finesse, I'm guessing? Sure, sure. All right. Well, that's two. <laughs> so oh. it doesn't go well. Oh, gosh. Yikes. Yeah, you reach up for the trapeze. You don't quite grab it. 
But then something grabs you, and it's the hands of, you see, the contortionist who is on the trapeze. But you see, this time, the contortionist has, like, flesh. Uh, is not spectral like a spirit. Uh, and they say, upsy-daisy, here we go! <laughs> and flings you <laughs> up straight into the air, where you'll probably crash back down into the water, and it's not going to be great. Andrew time. Father comes by, bottle in his hands. He looks a little drunk, and he's like... Uh, Jem, Jem, I need you to count. I need you to count how much we we made, Jem. She looks at you. <laughs> she's motioning to like various heavy objects and she's like pointing to him. All right. Can I slap the bottle out of his hands just to see how corporeal I am? Sure. Go ahead and roll if you're putting some effort into I it. I mean, it's well, really just can I affect the surrounding environment is my question, but I'll, I'll roll force. So the, the out-of-game answer is yes, but only if you try. Seven. You go to slap the bottle out of his hands. It doesn't slap with all the force that you maybe put behind it, but it drops it, and he goes, Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> he starts crying. Oh, God. Are you sure you want me to kill him? I don't know how else to get out of this situation. I mean, maybe I can help you with that. Can you just leave the house? I know he said you were on the streets before, but there are orphanages. There are, there are places you can go. The only person that's, that cares about me besides my father is the Ringmaster Felix. Can you ask Ringmaster Felix for help? Can we go find him? I'll tell my father. But if you talk to him, here... I drew you a picture. And it is a picture of <laughs> the ringmaster. Uh, like the one we just saw? The one you just saw. The fight. It, doesn't, it, doesn't, it, it looks like a child's drawing, not a person. <laughs> With the circles for eyes and mouth, shakily drawn cane and hat, a really tall legs and a small torso and long spindly arms. Can I ask what's really going on here again? Sure. This child's drawing looks exactly like what you saw. The spirits here that are like adults theoretically understand things. They somehow recognize it as Friday feeling, but wrong. Like they could have told you it's like a weird child's drawing, but for some reason they're like, no, that's kind of like Friday feeling. So whatever this creature is, uh, it's based off of this kid's perception of Friday feeling. Okay, I'll go talk to him. Can you tell me where he is? The big top. Can you lead me to the big top? Your dad seems pretty distracted. <laughs> yeah, he's, <right> he's crying. <laughs> okay. Okay. The stage was above you, but you're still under like a tarp covering. Sure. She's the guy who the flaps. As you walk through, you're on the wood platform at one end of a tightrope, and you see Drix eating shit, falling, clinging desperately to a tightrope. Below is a slavering spider, and it looks like a safety net made of webs. Drix? Hey, Andrew. I'm just hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Stefan. Uh, is the kid Are you, you going to say little help next? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And what did you say? Is the kid still there? Yeah, the kid is there. Yeah, a ghost! No. Um, you see, Drix has also got a blue outline to it. Yeah, he's nice. Don't worry. Why are we on the platform? <laughs> He's just trying to take you to the big time. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, I didn't understand any of that. Is he? 
I promise I'm not being mean. I swear. I think he probably just wants the giant spider to not kill him. But he hurt my pet spider. Oh. It's legs where you tripped it, our little hurt. Oh, no. I didn't mean to hurt your pet spider. I just didn't want the spider to bite me. Maybe you can talk to the spider and clear up this misunderstanding. No, I mostly just leave him alone and give him food. Drake, do you have any food? Do I have any food from the Feast of Gratitude? Just hanging around? <laughs> uh, did you bring, bring snacks to the car? Uh, I... I, I <gasps> I have been carrying candy all day. You have been carrying candy. It's time has come. Set up and pay off. Go ahead and, and roll something to give this candy while you're uh, clinging to the tightrope. Check off candy, baby. <laughs> totally have this in mind the whole time. <laughs> totally. Let's, I guess, try to roll steel. And I think the thing I don't want to do is collapse, let go, or give up. I think I would like to, you know, stay firmly where I am and offer this candy. That would be a seven. <laughs> I mean, for a seven roll. <laughs> I think you're going to uh, panic disengage or flee. And let me tell you how this will happen. So you reach out for the candy. The spider reaches up. It's horrible. Ugh. It's big. It's moist. The spider's mouth shouldn't be moist. It's not allowed. <sighs> It reaches and you feel what must be the hairs on its little mandibles touch you and your body on instinct immediately shuffle. Uh, you immediately shuffle on the tightrope to the side where Andrel and the little girl are. Sweetie, Jem, do you want to give your spider some candy? Well, the spider, the spider is eating the candy. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Yeah, she says, we got to go that way for the big top and points to where Drix came from. Gotcha. I guess we'll just move. That's terrifying. Tip, tip. About to get stabbed. Yep. You know what I'm going to ask you. How are you going to deal with being the, the one being thrown at in a spectral knife throwing show? Oh boy. There's only one thing to do. Heckle? Heckle could work. There's only two things to do in that case. No, genuinely go ahead and heckle, because as the, the knives go up, it's like, this is what you've all came here to see! And the whole audience that you don't see at all is like, yeah! Uh, I would like to... Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna heckle. I'm gonna try and heckle to the best of my abilities. Really? Knives? You're gonna throw knives? If folks, if you wanted to see someone get knifed... You can just go out to like any street corner in Ekros. They'll see you for free. Go ahead and uh, roll me. Roll for joke. Roll for joke. <laughs> I don't know. Roll for jo finesse. This, this feels like yeah. This feels like finesse. Like I'm distracting him. Throw his aim off. Throw his game off. That is a six. No. <laughs> We're real bad today, guys. Yeah, yeah, an audience member's like, you know, it's not cool to make light of the violence in cities. <laughs> and they start throwing produce which is just sprout out of uh, midair at you. Uh, a knife is thrown, and you're going to go ahead and take three harm reduced by one for the anchor suit. Cool, now I have plus one. One knife is thrown, and it threatens to take a chunk out of your arm, but you're fine. The chunk's still there. It's the very deep cut. 
Ow. Yeah, some blood splats up on the back of plank of wood, and you see it almost leaves shape for a, a person. And the ghost up the window is like, oh, very sad and distressed by this. N- another knife's coming up. What are you thinking, Pip? Just tell me your intention, uh, if you have any. Otherwise, we can just go to Jackie. Well, heckling didn't really work. The second best thing is to clown. So I'm going to I'm gonna try and matador, like, try and piss off the knife thrower. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah, you begin to do that. Jackie, Cricket is up in the air, <laughs> beginning to fall. You see the ringmaster, actually, now the water's fall. The ringmaster says, Bottle Jerry, Jerry in a bottle. Two minutes in the bottle. Two minutes escape from the bottle. Bottle Jerry, step right up, step right up. You splash into the glass container of water and uh, a top lid forms. Okay, so it's an escape artist kind of deal. I was afraid of that. I will say right now, there's probably some sort of latches and mechanisms and things, but it's up to you if you want to describe how they work for what your role. I'll let you do that. If you want to do that, there's other ways to get out of a a glass container of water or just arrive. I think we're going to have to go doing something about the mechanism because Cricket is... Not going to be able to, like, punch through the glass or anything, so that's that's going to be her, her go-to approach. All right. Go ahead and roll me a, either a, a finesse or an insight, whichever you think is, is best. Let's do insight. Sure. You can spend, like, one question on, like, doing it, quote-unquote, and then you can spend other questions. Okay, it's a nine. Great. We'll say you're able to figure out the, the best way which is to unlock glass bottle. The lid thing. Could you also give me a steel roll? for some good old-fashioned breath-holding. And what's the one that you don't want to do? Suffer more trauma or harm. Sounds good. And I got a nine. Okay, so one that you did not pick. There is one that would be so mean. I'm going to do it, though. <laughs> uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know the perfect way to unlatch these, but there's so many of them, and it seems like as you're unlatching them, twisting keys and knobs and stuff, there's more of them, more of them, more of them. You're running out of air. You are going to collapse, let go, or, or give up. You've, you've figured out that just more latches are appearing on this thing as you do. It's it's an endless task. I guess you're drowning in a bottle. <laughs> Sucks, but I guess I'll just be a ghost. Yeah, there's like a, there's like a piece to that. Yeah. You do notice, even under this water, that maybe is not quite real water. The spirit locator is kind of, it's spindly, but it's, it's pointing. Hmm. There's three signatures pointing. Two of them join and begin moving towards the third. Okay. Mm. And we'll see the fate of Cricket <laughs> next time. Next time on Ghosts on a Chain. Will Cricket become our good, good ghost buddy? <laughs> That'd be fitting. <laughs> Bye. 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 See ya. Bye. Ball is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, a podcast with the Faustian Nonsense Network, where we played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. Music by Sebastian Black and TJ Woods. Edited by Greg Corobus, with Creative Commons Zero Sounds from freesound.org. And additional sound design by Kai Gwillem Pritchard. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line balls for this trip were... Cricket. Played by me, Jackie Salaji. Andrew Anderson, badge name Dunville. Played by me, Hannah Levin. Adrian, aka Drix, badge name Colburn. Played by me, Stefan Lewis. Pippin Pip McKeel, badge name McKeel. Played by me, Guys Wipeout.
And I have been your conductor, Greg Corobus. For bonus contents, as well as behind the scenes, become a patron of the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. And in lieu of monetary support, a review on your favorite podcatcher will help Ghosts on a Train maintain visibility. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train. And I'll let Candace bring them to the line bowls. Thank you for riding with us, and please consider traveling with us again next time. This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours. 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 yours Faustian Nonsense thanks you for your patronage. Just like yours.